Welcome to Connected at the Roots, a big forest podcast that talks about Midwestern values, character, and camaraderie through the lens of business. I'm Jordan Harms from Big Forest, and over here is producer Chris Lair. Hey, what's up? Our guest today is Mr. Dan Tripp, the entrepreneur, teacher, business owner, cycler, runner, sculptor, roaster, and roaster. brewer. Coffee. He roasts coffee. Oh, yeah. He probably also makes fun of people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dan owns Good News Brewing Company, located in O'Fallon, Missouri, and now Defiance, Missouri. He also owns Alpha Omega Roasting Company and Apostle Street Tacos. Such a dreamer. <laughs> <laughs> we recorded this episode in lovely Defiance, Missouri, at Good News Brewing Company. We sat outside in the shade, sipping some brews, and it was it was just great. It was awesome. So, he poured us a pitcher. Thanks, Dan. He's so generous, man. I, I can't get over it. Bearing in mind the location that we recorded this episode in, please excuse the tranquil sounds of nature, as in bugs and such, the bustle of a busy street, and the joyful sounds of his adoring patrons enjoying the beautiful weather. That's right. In this episode, Dan brings us through his own hero's journey and all of its twists, turns, and trials that broke him down and ultimately built him up to his eucatastrophe. Dan shares many of our views and passions on entrepreneurship, mentorship, and the essential nature of a strong, loving community. Oh yes, Dan gets it, man. He has been an associate, a client, a mentor, and a friend, whatever you want to call it, to us for a, for a hot minute now. And we love his brand, we love his business model, and we just love the guy as a person as well. This episode is another long one, though, so... Uh, Buckle up. Long but worth it. Mm-hmm. All right, let's hear what this guy has to say. Yeah. Mr. Dan Tripp, thank you oh, for being here. Yeah. Out thanks here for, uh, in your uh, beautiful establishment in Defiance. Yeah, you bet. Thanks for uh, drinking some beers with me. Of course. Thanks for providing the beers. And the lovely bug noises behind us. Yeah. Everyone just taking the nature. There's nothing like being in, uh, <laughs> like, Defiance area during autumn. It's just so pretty down here. I lo- like, I love doing this podcast, but, man, this is a special episode, just being outside, good man. company, got cars driving by. It's you're, great. You're going to hear cars. <laughs> this, is, this is the yeah. dream. Random. Yeah, we're here during operating hours, yeah. so. That's right. It's all natural. Patrons are partaking as we speak. It's a nice day, so people are going to get on the trail. And- it is. It's a warm day. By false standards, you know. Not, <laughs> <laughs> not like summer hot. <laughs> so, Dan, who are you? And what do you do? What are we doing here? What is good news? So, my name is Dan Tripp. Uh, I'm one of the owners of Good News Brewing Company. And I guess I wear many hats of what I get to do, which is pretty cool. But uh, So, uh, we're Good News Brewing Company. My business partner and I, Matt Fair, we met in a Bible study. I was a home brewer, and he was a home brewer. And one day I said, "Hey, do you want to see my, you know, home brew system?" And he's like, "Well, of course." He saw it. Uh, he was left, kind of, I don't know, if inspired, challenged, motivated, whatever. But he's like, "All right, this guy can do it. I can intimidated. I can do it better than he can." <laughs> exactly. Motivated. So he started brewing and asking me questions, and we started brewing together. And that's when Josh. Uh, his friend, and now my friend, who, who uh, started brewing together with us, and we just formed a friendship and it's bonded around beer. Um, with that, with that, uh, uh, it, we were 
doing a, a, a book study in our Bible study, and it was uh, called Flesh by Hugh Halter, you know, that, that author. But uh, the, the idea of the book was he's a pastor, and he encouraged people to not focus on just inviting people to churches. Um, and we do that so much, and you can only ask your neighbor to church so yeah. often until... <laughs> Until right. they finally just say, no, I'm not interested. Or if they go, they're like, fine, if it'll make you yeah, stop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then they go, and then they'll never come back again. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, sad but story. We, we thought, uh, well, the, the book was just focus on just form communities. Just get to know your neighbors. Be friendly with people. Use your gifts and your talents to gather people together. Yeah. And so we thought, how can we gather um, our non-church going friends with our church going friends so once a month we had a we had a brew party we would go in the basement we would brew oh yeah that batches of beer together. and eat pizza and nice. hang out and share good news that is great i love it you're speaking our language as far as like community engagement and uh, kind of taking things outside of their sterile constructs and really getting more personal and real with things that's that's really cool yeah so when was good news founded officially. Uh, well so that's well we, we we got pretty good at home brewing yeah and uh, then uh, i was going through some personal challenges mm. at work and uh you know i was in that dream job that i always wanted to be in yeah what was that what was I that dream it. job <laughs> i always wanted to be a principal ah. so i i became assistant principal and it just it did not it wasn't didn't meet my expectations oh man what i wanted to do in life uh, but I loved, I loved brewing beer, and I loved serving people. And um, you know, the three of us always, we we since the beginning, we we wanted to start a brewery, um, but never kind of had that let's let's do it moment. Sure. Um, and a couple different things happened, um, and found a place where we could start brewing beer and move forward with it, and. Boom, there it is. That simple. There's the short nice. version. Yep. Well, that's I the like, short that's version. It. Lightning struck. And then... So you, yeah. <laughs> you talked about also uh, home brewing and getting into home brewing. Are you talking about like Budweiser, Bud Light lagers, or what is the what is the target of brew that you guys were attempting? That's funny. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I tried so I tried home brewing on my own. Yeah. Uh, like a Mr. Beer kit. You guys have seen those? Like, you know, you can get them <laughs> yeah. at oh yeah. You can get them at the Sure. Target probably. I avoid them. You do? Yeah, yeah you can get those uh, Mr. Beer kits and you you, you <laughs> mix it It's a can. Yeah, so you just get a can and you mix all these ingredients yeah. together and you let it sit for a few oh, weeks. Okay. And it's actually very easy to make beer. It's very, very easy to make That's beer. That's why it's so old. It's simple. It's very hard to make good beer. Aha. That's the challenge. Mm. Any, anyone can make beer. You just get a can and some yeast and malt and there you go. And you got hops. Um, but I guess... Uh, I was, I've always had this idea of opening a, a brewery someday that would serve pizza that would also have like church services or there we a go. worship place. It was sure. always in the back of my head for the longest time. And so when I heard this commercial for this homebrew store, um, I, it's like, I got, I've got to learn how to make this, this beer. And so I, Went to the homebrew supply store, asked a lot of questions, got kits, you know, got these in these big five gallon buckets. Um, and 
I would say really devoted a lot of my time and my energy and my life into learning the art and the science of, of making beer. Um, so how do you do that with, with any career or business? You become an expert in that industry. You just, you get around the right people. Uh, so I, jo I joined clubs, listen to just hours of podcasts um, every day about the beer process and beer making and wow um i, I don't any good beer podcast recommendations uh there's one called brew strong uh, it depends brew on strong. what, you, what it depends on what your you know your goals are there's a lot sure, of right, talk right. about beer but there's a lot of homebrew <laughs> am i making it am i drinking well. it right some are like <laughs> yeah. yeah probably reviews versus uh, yeah. tips and tricks type okay. stuff yeah brew strong yeah, <clears throat> I can't remember uh, that. I think that whole Bruce Strong network was a bunch of podcasts that I that gotcha. I listened to, and it was oh, like nice. classic styles. That's that's I listened yeah. to a lot of those. That's why I learned about all the different styles. So it wasn't Budweiser; okay. it was learning about all these styles of beer that are across the, the, the world. And I can nerd out on you on you know that beer, uh, you know history, but uh, but basically you know what makes a German beer versus an American beer. Right. Well. One's made in Germany. One's made in Germany. One's made in America. I mean, you, yeah. you, you have German grains. <laughs> oh, that's You have it. German hops, <laughs> mm -hmm. but you forget German water. Like those oh, are the parts that German make water. a uh, a beer. So I do I do like a beer school every once in a while here, and that's kind of awesome. the basis. We break it down. Beer school. We break down all those different. You know, what are the ingredients, and 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 those ingredients are specific to the land. Think about whatever thousands of years ago sure when like anglo-saxons <laughs> whatever they had whatever Vikings. they had on Didn't hand egyptians yeah. start brewing beer isn't that they found that in the hieroglyphs like I, I, yeah. I can't say for sure but i think well, it starts there right i mean they had uh, co2 tanks there's a there's a good <laughs> <laughs> they sure did one of the uh oh, i can't think of the name of the book but it's like the history of the world in six glasses huh. oh i like that, that. and it goes through how I mean, civilization was formed around beer beer was the supposedly really? the first alcoholic beverage they because wow, that's, that's what i've heard the, that the gatherers went out collected the yeah. the, the wheat and the stuff, wheat and, right. and then they would crush it up because it was too hard to eat so they would crush it up and add water to it and make an oatmeal or a soup and Yum. then would eat it but i guess one guy left it sitting out too long and forgot about it <laughs> yeah. and then he was hungry that's and he ate intervention. it and then he got a little buzzed and <laughs> he was like, huh. was like whoa what is what is this? How do <laughs> we make? How do we do this again? Yeah. And uh, from what I what I've gathered is they they didn't know really what made the alcohol. They sometimes they thought it was the the vessel that they put it in. Sure. Um, and then finally they they realized it was the the sludge that was left over, and they didn't mm. even have a word for it. It and it was called God is good. That was the name. No way. For the yeast. All right. It was well, really that one word. You learn, you learn something every day. <laughs> and so that that was their that was their worship. They would pray for the beer to form an alcohol. <laughs> and then wow. and then fields and then and then farming and civilization yeah. started to to grow the crops to do the wheat. And then even you know, fast forward into the. Uh, Martin Luther, do you know the story of Martin Luther? And oh, yeah. His, oh, yeah. His gonna, brewing. We know a background. thing or two about Martin Luther. <laughs> Aren't you Baptist, though? I, well, I'm oh, Baptist, but this guy's a Lutheran. I'm a Lutheran. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you know all about so. Martin Luther and his he, he, his wife was a home brewer. Okay, I guess I didn't know that. Yeah, his wife, his, his wife was a home brewer, and a lot of his meetings were at the pub. Yep. Wow. He's very pro-beer. <laughs> what a yeah. dude. And that, that tradition has carried through the denomination. Well, and then even the, the, the story of the hops is 
story before the before <laughs> you know, Germans are known for you know putting the hops in the beer, and it was Martin Luther's movement, and not necessarily I don't think it was him specifically. Sure, uh, but the revolt from the Catholic Church. Yeah, mm-hmm. they had uh, I guess taxing or representation of the product. What whatever they used to bitter the hops, then some some form of a flower um, that was controlled, and so they needed to come up with a different way. A different ingredient and so they use hops which is a just an invasive vine right um, mm-hmm. and they put that in there and that's what's stuck now for that so all these hobby beers you can think the reformation the reformation <laughs> you give thanks to god so there you go. <laughs> that's right god is good god, god is, good. is good well speaking of that by the way i mean not to make this too much of like a, a sermon episode but explain <laughs> your name of good news brewery like how did you settle on that name so all right so we we were home brewers Home brewers. And uh, so we finally made this, we made this decision. Uh, one day I went into the homebrew supply store that we get our ingredients. And and it was that moment of like, I'm, I'm ready to, we're ready to do this. Yeah. And yes. I asked them, I was like, hey, there's this like little retail space next door to you. What, <clears throat> how much does rent even cost? Like, so I'm a teacher full time. So I have, I have no business background, no experience with, running restaurants, anything mm-hmm. like that. And I asked the, them, I was like, hey, what would it take for us to maybe rent this space next to you? It'd be great. You guys are a homebrew supply store. We would make beer, that'd work out. And they said, well, you can't because we are renting, we just signed a lease and we're renting that place out. But we are looking for brewers to partner with. Would you be willing to brew for us? And wow. I'm like, wait, hold on. Wow. How does, okay. What does that mean? <laughs> How does that work out? Like, well, you just need to, you know, form an LLC, come up with a name, and uh, you guys can start being a brewery. And I'm like, that sounds really cool. <laughs> so I yeah. went home and Googled, what is an LLC? Oh, no right. way. So did, <laughs> did you really? <laughs> Pretty much. I had, no, I had no idea. Everyone's got to do it sometime. Really I get what it, it is. So did um, you, so so getting the, like, opportunity, that was your, like, okay, let's do this moment, or the okay, let's do this moment it came was the, first? It was the opportunity. Okay. The yeah. opportunity oh. came, and we jumped on it. Awesome. I mean, that's what I, I mean. I remember I called I called Matt or texted him. I was like, we got this great opportunity. Yeah. They the time are, is now. They yeah. are. They're willing to. We're going to start this brewery. And our our goal was that we would just keep brewing at home. Um, our use our small equipment and we would make some beers that would go out to local mm, restaurants yeah, and bars. Right. Like we had no intention of opening up a, a restaurant this. or this <laughs> on the Cape Trip. Yeah. This was not. This was this was like long, long term goal. The goal was just to start selling beers at bars. Like it'd just be fun yeah. to have our beer at local places. Of course. So how's that? It's gonna be small. So is that how the the name Good News so, got integrated? Yeah. So so the name so so back to you know they said we need to form an LLC. And we're like, well, we need a name. Like, right. Well, what do we what do we call this thing? Good so, beer. Well, we called it. Well, we we, we wanted to call it. <laughs> Thank God. Basement Brewers. Like, basement. Thank mm. God that name was taken. That Sounds was a little rapey. Name. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go down to the basement brewery. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's so we threw out all kind. We just threw out all kinds of names, yeah. and we had no intentions of having some, I would say, biblical name by any means. Right. That wasn't sure. even really on the radar. We were thinking something like out of the box brewery. You know, we wanted to be mm-hmm. a brewery that had like just, you know, Matt makes most of the recipes, so he's. He, he comes up with crazy wild ideas for recipes. Um, and so he wanted this kind of like out of the box name and he, right. he threw out some name and uh, we looked it up and the definition was something like bad 
something, whatever. It's like bad, bad news. Boy it was like Brewers. bad news. It was oh. like waiting for ba- something bad. And oh no! And, and, oh, but, no. <laughs> so <laughs> while we're just texting back and forth, um, Josh, who's our full time brewer, was at the hospital um, having some complications with his unborn uh, with their first child, and oh, said something about. I could use some good news or oh. good news. And as soon as he said it or texted it, it was just this moment just, of like, ah, like yeah. I just, like, this is it. This yeah. is perfect. I remember the exact place where I was when I, when he, when he, when he texted over to us and it's like, yes, this is, this goes in with in line with what, why we even started. And, mm-hmm. and then, you know, he even said, everyone loves good news. Like, yes, yeah. that's yeah. it. Perfect. So we don't have to, we're not, we're not a, a Christian based company okay sure good we, news doesn't have to right. be biblical exactly. right we're i love we're, it we're we're we are sneaky we are we're, we're we are <laughs> right. two guys that love god and love beer right. and want to share good news yeah so is it fair to say there is like a low-key ministry at work here or would you think that's absolutely. even too absolutely yeah we i mean that's definitely our our intentions yes right to, okay to share the good news Ah, so there is like a gospel connection because gospel translates to good news. Right. So my first, especially with your other company, Alpha and Omega Roasting Company. Yeah. Is that right? Mm-hmm. That that is immediately like in my brain, just as a Christian, like, oh, well, that must be good news must be like a, a mm-hmm. connection religiously. It's, it's really funny when you uh, have, cus- you know, we have customers that have been customers for a while and they yeah. finally just say like, hey, what's, how'd you get the name? And I tell them the story and they're like. Oh, <laughs> it connects. It gives people like a personal reason, even more to like, like it brings people that value, you know. And they're like, oh, well, now that I know the story, sure, I'm gonna buy your beer. Yeah, which yeah. Um, you kind of already touched on this, but I had a question too. Um, one of the questions I always ask, and you know, on this podcast, and we always try to center everything around specifically like what is the story and the narrative because you can find it in anything. And you've kind of talked about your like act one, of course, which sure. was. You're going to be a principal and that wasn't working out. <laughs> and then it was like act two, you kind of had your aha moment where you could have, you could have done something else or you could have gone forward with the idea and you did and you got the name and it embodies your, your values. Could you talk about kind of what those values are for your company as a whole? Like what are the core tenets of your company that you like to instill in people that you hire and instill in customers and still in other businesses that might want to collaborate, you know, cause you can make it as businesses if you want, but you know, like our company has, you know, we want everything to be personal. We want things to be um, authentic. You right. Know, like tell a good story. Buzzwords, if right. you will. Or, yeah, we always want to tell a good story and invoke the three act structure in everything we do: right. community, camaraderie, neighborliness. What are some of the things that Good News tries to embody? Yeah, I wish we had. We, you know, we don't have anything written down on the walls like a lot of companies and yeah neither do we we have the scout law but i'm sure they exist i just probably can give them the bible and say here you go (laughs) there it Uh, is read this read this (laughs) cover to cover find jesus (laughs) (laughs) you must know him before right (laughs) uh no we we hire just right off the bat like that's a great question well we hire anyone and everyone we hire people of different religions backgrounds um orientations and we're not here to judge anyone that's not our we're not we don't have this motive that we're trying to force on people right 
Um, but what are our values that we, we do is, I mean, first off, we're in the beer industry. So right there, we've got an advantage of that. It's, right. it's a fun it's mm-hmm. a fun industry. People come here to, to have fun and hang out, be with their families, right. Right. to gather. So we just need to hire fun people. It's 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 pretty it's pretty simple. You just hire people dry, yeah. that that you would like to hang out with and be with, um, and just hire good people. We we don't like hiring people with experience because oh, they come in with their own uh, background and uh-huh. misconceptions of what a restaurant should be and we don't want to be a restaurant we're we're a brewery um so some of our first employees were just teachers and um real people parents and just yeah they <laughs> weren't they weren't bartenders and we learned that the bartenders that we had and the servers that we had they had this entitlement of, oh no i'm the bartender and uh-huh. everything revolves around me and like, oh, no. no you're not TGI Fridays. We are, we are a team. <laughs> <laughs> calling someone out. Oh, yeah. Calling them out. And uh, so, you know, a couple of things that we did right off the bat that was different was, uh, and this started in our in our small little location in O'Fallon, is uh, you know, we, we ask people's names before we start their tab. You know, what's, what's your name? And we put their name down for their ticket. And so you can call them by their name. And so hopefully, you know, we, we, we say, we want you to remember their names because we have a lot of regulars. And so... Yeah. Uh, we get people ask. We ask them a lot, like how how good are you remembering people's names? Because that's what that's what we want. Um, we I, I tell that's a huge staff one. absolutely, and, and it's the most important thing people want to hear. And uh, we will hire staff that we tell them to uh, just sit down and just talk to people, get to know them. Uh, if if there's downtime, don't just stand back here and hang out with the staff. Go and talk with. People. The customers and go talk with people. Yeah, be friendly, mm-hmm. and um, I think that has really helped set us apart. If you look at our reviews, um, you know that was kind of what we were became known for. Is like, wow, this place is different. They're not just here to take your orders and be gone. Mm-hmm. They're uh, they're there to spend time with you and, and care for you. Um, <laughs> now, the interesting thing is. That's the model that we wanted to do down here in Defiance. That was in O'Fallon, but down in Defiance, we have it's this is a this is a great problem. We have way more customers than <laughs> we can handle. <laughs> Whenever yeah. we drive by this place, it's, man, every time we're like, it's like whoa, <laughs> busting at the seams. It, it's insane. We don't have time to talk to people. We're like, yeah. thank you. Who's next? Thank you. Who's next? It is <laughs> right. Like, Which is great. That is a really trip. great problem. It is. People are that's just okay. You got to going in. They're getting their beer and they're yeah. going. And yeah, I, I try. I try to. I try to be here and I work the floor and yeah. go around mm-hmm. and right. talk to people, but sometimes you just can't so. that's right well for the listeners yeah beer first that's pretty cool for the listener uh if you've never seen this location down in defiance missouri if you've never been here you're not familiar with the layout uh it is really cool very open concept lots of seating lots of tables there's even a uh there's like a patio on the roof it's super cool so whenever dan's and there's a bar up there too there's a bar up there yep and the way that dan is describing in the way that jordan and i have witnessed before when this place is busy i mean you're talking about a lot of ground coverage. It's just yeah. like there's nowhere to park, but right. in a good you, way. You would think there's like a banquet going on. Yeah, you think there's a wedding. Or like a wedding reception, <laughs> but really it's just people drinking beer. Yeah, and it always looks like a good time. You yeah. get a lot of lighting, too, so it's just. So there's definitely a few adjectives I could think of that you oh, would yeah. put on your wall there for sure. <laughs> for, uh, for your like business model. Definitely like friendliness. You mentioned the word friendly yeah. several times. Personability. Genuine. 
ness, which you don't get a lot from business owners, but like TJ Fridays. <laughs> I'm calling them out. (laughs) But like that is a big tenet of the area, not just defiance, but of Midwestern and Missouri small businesses. Right. That we are super passionate about is that if you know the owner and you know something about them, you know their story or if they know you. And there's this whole this whole notion of being a regular. Like you mentioned, you know, you have regulars. Everyone loves the feeling of being oh, yeah. a regular. Hey, where do you want, John? I'll take the regular. Nah, oh, I'll take yeah, the absolutely. usual. Like, that's a great uh, feeling. Yeah. yeah, I go down to the, the local bar down there, and every time I walk in, they're like, another stag? I'm like, damn. Oh, they know me. There's always like a slight <laughs> shame that comes over. Like, man, do I come here too much? But, <laughs> Is that one, but, but it's pretty cool. But, but, but yes. No, you don't go there too much. But, <laughs> Is that the biker, like yes, one of the biker spots? Yeah, it's down the biker bar. Okay. It's stag. Yeah, I drink stag. That's that's my Hey, no judgment. That's my go-to drink. It's like high-end Oktoberfest I'm drinking here, and then you drink stag. Hey, you know, you talk about no judgment. We don't judge you either here, so. Yeah. Well, much. We judge you. We're still judging. ourselves. Just, you know. We're Midwesterners. Come on. Right. Come on. So you sort of talked about this, and I you know, I know that I've I've heard large portions and small portions of your story. So you can divulge as much as you want, but can you think of a specific time in regards to good news that you were like about to just completely give up? Like, what was was there a really hard time for you where you know it really it tested your resolve, and you were like, okay, it's time for something else, or I'm not good enough to do this. Obviously, you didn't. You didn't choose that path because here we are. But can you think of a time? Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's there's many times. That's sure. The, that's the um, that's the roller coaster of entrepreneurship. You're mm-hmm. gonna get uh, you're gonna get so many people telling you no, and you can't do this, and that's not gonna work out, and um, and and probably some of the hands down the the biggest challenge are the internal challenges, you know, between. Okay ownership and employees and staff and uh, different you know ideas and I, I, I remember it and I remember this very vividly that uh, you know, it was my, my, my business partners before we even opened up basically just said I'm done we're not, we're not doing this anymore it's like this, after we, it was our, this is after we had the lease signed Oh no! Um, was this out of the blue? Have, no, there was. I mean, it was just leading up to okay. to, to things. It was just we just kept getting no's, and then oh, you know, yeah. and then fear kicked in, and you know, financing and just challenges, and it just. I mean, there was a point. It was like, no, I don't think this is a good idea. It's not going to work. Place is too small. It's it's just. This and, was probably the O'Fallon. Yeah, it's like, the O'Fallon yeah. before we even Sondering. opened. And um, you know, I remember just us having a meeting and just like, all right, what's the challenges and. Uh-huh. Um, you know, let's let's hear them out. Let's work them out. Let's you know. And I and I remember, um, you know, the big concern was like place is too small. It's not going to work out. You know, we we just oh. we just jumped in too fast. It's not going to work. It's just a bad idea. Um, and it's like no, it's going to work. Let's let's try to figure this out. We, and I remember we went there that night to go look at the place, and we were literally taping like matte blue tape on the floor like where the tables would go and uh-huh. putting Sweet. X's on people you know where people would be to see how many people could fit in the place and while we wow. were there um, a police officer pulled in <laughs> oh, no. and he's like when are you guys gonna open I can't wait for this place to, to be a brewery what? and it just changed the whole like demeanor of what we were doing it's like alright people like 
think this is a good idea. Yeah, yeah they're interested. And this is not just for us. Ah. This is for other people. And I think um, the social media had a big part to help that too. When we would post things on social media and it would, uh, I, it was kind of like, it was like an overnight success. Like we went from, we went from 300 little followers as our basement brewery to posting it online that we're opening the next brewery or in St. Charles. We went from 300 to 3,000 followers overnight. Overnight, are you um, serious? Like in yeah, one day? It just, boom. We had a, within a few weeks, that post got to 100,000 mm -hmm. reach. Wow. Um, How many like, shares? Like 80. Oh, it's just a ton. I mean, people, people were so excited for a brewery. That's amazing. And especially in the North O'Fallon area. So that area, if you're not familiar with it, is um, just an area that's kind of been you know, it was it was the it was the main street, the <laughs> yes. downtown area, and then everything, you know, progressed in all of the right. uh, areas and are in the south side of the town. Right. Is that just south of City Hall, right? Yeah, pretty much yeah. Just south of seventy. Yeah. A lot of people don't even go to the north side, so we have yep. to explain where we are. And we're off the beaten path, which yep. which is I think perfect for a brewery. That's where breweries should be. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, look at this place. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's rustic. It's fun. It's right. Affordable. That's uh, Sondrin Road, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I, th I think that was definitely a, we, we had some, a lot of moments where we just didn't yeah. think that it was, was going to work, that it was the right thing to do. But, um, people came forth and, mm -hmm. uh, I think in that, you know, that another, another moment that, that was a kind of a reassuring moment was, you know, right before we did our soft opening, we posted it on social media as like, who would like to come to our soft opening? And we did a little contest of. Who would like to come? If you want to come, like our Facebook page, share it with a friend, and then we went from like, we went from about four thousand to seven thousand followers. Wow! Just how, from that. What post. distance? Like how much time? About four, oh, like a couple, like a week or two. Oh my god! So gosh. before before we even opened the doors, we had about. I'm gonna say close to seven thousand followers. Wow, Jordan, we need to open up a brewery. So apparently, yeah, apparently. that's what we do. We're, we're, that's working on, we're working on some whiskey. Yeah, jeez <laughs> yeah, Louise, <laughs> that's cool, man. So, what kind of brought you out of that then was people, was other people, and seeing, like you mentioned, it's, it's not right. just for yourselves, and seeing the excitement in people, but also seeing. I mean, I would call beer a need, but you know, seeing a desire to fill, the, right. and also an opportunity to serve your community, like vocationally, if you will, through brewing and through making your product, which is perfect. Right. I love it. And you're a, you were a principal, you were, a, or sorry, assistant principal, assistant sorry, principal. It's assistant principal, which was, as you described, a dream job. And you still teach, you teach yeah. in the CAPS program. Do you kind of want to yeah. talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So I, um, I was assistant principal, things weren't going great oh, just man. for me and um, just wasn't in the right place. I could have continued doing it, but my mind just shifted and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to own a brewery. Like that's, that's what I'm going to do. And I knew that I couldn't do both. So I stuck with, you know, my, my school district kept me as a contract teacher. And so I had to pick a position to teach at yeah. and I picked third grade. I thought oh, that's, that should be fun, different. Right. You know, sure. Uh, but then I'm teaching <laughs> third grade, and then, and then our brewery opens up that summer between the, that transition, and I was having the, the just the best time of my life. Like it was, it oh, was just really? the best experience ever. Opening it, going through that process, and there was definitely the challenges and the trials. But but opening it up was, uh, and, and just being there every 
weekend and but then by day monday through friday here i'm teaching third graders oh uh, man <laughs> so yeah. teaching third graders by day and selling beer at night yeah. uh, well didn't really you don't mix the two work out right? <laughs> <laughs> then i think you're good and uh, that that started just going downhill quickly um you know and finally i just i remember i told my wife i was like i'm not teaching there again mm-hmm. next year i'm i'm retiring like, how, how did she react care. she i think she just kind of finally was like okay fine dan oh, yeah. <laughs> okay uh because of that at, at that time we were going to open the coffee house so we had we had oh, that, so yeah. we started um you know quickly you know we we yeah. opened the brewery and we decided to open a coffee shop too because it was so much fun opening a place exactly so we opened the coffee shop and now where's like, that uh, that's in north o'fallon okay. as well so close to the brewery up there alpha omega roasting company very right. close to city hall it is across the street like across the street yeah, caddy corner almost right um so i was like you know what if whatever like if i i'll be the manager there if i have to i, I don't know i'll figure it out uh-huh. but i'm not i'm not going back to school was that so. as much as a boom no. <laughs> no. Oh no. no. Another so, dip. So we um so I went to my told I told my principals like I'm not coming back next year. And I just I literally said, I'm I'm retiring. I, yeah. I, we we I can we can figure it out. I'm I'm done with education. I just saw the way it was going and done. Um, done with education. Yeah. And then and then I went to a business meeting here in St. Charles and I heard uh um Scott Dracknick who's now the EDC yep. director. We know him. You know We're him? familiar. Yep. Yeah, you know Scott. Good old. Uh, we'll, get, was, we'll get you on here one of these days, Scott. Talking, <laughs> he was talking about uh, this new program that's starting up in the county called CAPS. And they're okay. uh, teaching entrepreneurship and business. And I was like, wait, hold on. Tell me more about that. And so I learned about it. Heard they just hired a director and they posted some positions. And I was hesitant in doing it. It's like, like I'm done with education. I don't want right. to do this. Teaching. <laughs> and I mean, I was done. And I, I finally said, you know what, God, if this is what you want to do. I'll do it. And I remember I filled out the application and it's like, I don't want to do it. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to do it. I don't want to get it. Um, <laughs> famous last up, word. Pass me up. Pass me so up. Just, um, <laughs> but I just said, all right, God, if this is what you want me to do, I'm going to go all out. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna do my best. I'm right. not gonna. I'm not gonna. Right. They're gonna be lukewarm, as yeah. they say. Ah, right. as they <laughs> so say. So I went out and and tried to do my best for you know the resume and the application and the interview and the full process and you know got the phone call and I was like, tell me I didn't get. Tell me I get it did. And they're like, oh, we'd love to have you. <laughs> like, oh, oh, dang it. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> what a weird position <sighs> to be. And, 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 and <laughs> it was and it was like we need to tell like, well the sal and the salary was like a huge cut, like huge, like a third of what. I was making ah, and rip. Um, she, you know, and it's like, do you want to know the salary? I'm like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I do don't. You want to think about it? I'm like, no, <laughs> yes, I'll do it. I'll do it. Fine. <laughs> I made a <laughs> pact. Seems <laughs> for you, God. <laughs> so I, I did it. Oh, and man. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll figure it out. And this is, this is, this is the direction you want me to do. Mm-hmm. What does and CAPS so, stand so for? CAPS is the Center for Advanced Professional Studies. There you go. That's the acronym. Center for uh, Advanced So basically, here's, here's how I explain it. You're familiar with, uh, you know, vocational schools where you go and mm-hmm. leave school to fix air conditioners. Yep. Or repair cars. Trade school. Right. Vocational. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they, they, students leave their home high school and come to me and they learn professional skills. So how to right. shake, how to shake hands, how to write resumes, how to interview. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And right. I teach them about entrepreneur mindsets. Right. 
Well, we have I the... have, uh, I have <laughs> guest speakers come in. Uh, I have we go on we go on these cool site visits where we get to go visit places around the county every week, and and then they like prepare where? for Just an internship. Like... Uh, we'll go to like, we'll go to, uh, I try to break it up. So I'll go to manufacturing places, I'll yeah, go yeah. To some local businesses, some offices. I really try to find their needs, what they're, mm-hmm. what they're interested in, And then whatever they're interested in, I'll find either guest speakers or places to go to. Cool. To, uh, so basically I, I facilitate learning. That's, that's wow. what I do. That's a cool yeah, way to put it. So yeah. Yeah. So no like, kidding. You know, great guys like it's you not... coming in and <laughs> teaching about uh, entrepreneurship right. and, and videos and that, that yeah. world. That was a blast, by the way. That was so much fun. And honor, too. I mean, it was kind of surreal. Very bright kids. I remember us being in high school and just being up-and-comers and and not knowing what the heck we're doing, using our parents' camera. And it was so weird to be up front, me and Jordan, just like talking to a bunch of kids about entrepreneurship. And that was so cool. And I think what's cool, too, is knowing you just uh, through text communications, conversations, whatever, business interactions, and even right now. And to the listener, it's really cool to hear Dan talk because he is so much just the same guy in all facets. Like, Dan is a genuine... I'm going to brag on you, Dan. But you uh, you are... You should probably start drinking some more beer. Yeah, pour yourself another glass. Uh, He's just very, (laughs) very genuine, very forthcoming with with who he is and how he's going to present himself. There's not like this facade or like yeah, a certain not, mask. There's no difference between up. Dan the brewer and Dan the teacher. Yeah, no, it's it's just Dan <laughs> Trip. That's Dan Trip. <laughs> so it's it's really cool. Like you you are like the people that hear you talking right now. That's just that's just who you are genuinely. Like it, that, mm-hmm. I think that's really neat. And that brings me perfectly to the next thing I'm going to talk about, Ooh. which is the Midwest. Aha. And character. Oh. And Chris just described one of many well, one of few strong definitions of character, and that is consistency across the board and being true to, I don't want to be Disney here, but like being true to yourself, no, you know, but true. not lying through your teeth and putting on a different face or different yeah. things, even when nobody's watching. Right. Um, what do you think about the Midwest? Well, I love it. I, I, I really do. Sweet. I mean, if I could you go from here originally? Anywhere, uh, Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Okay. So, oh, okay. Just south. So, uh, yeah, born and raised here. I mean, I love traveling outside of it to go see, but of course, I, I mean, I'll be here for. Of course, Missouri will be my home state, and St. Charles County will be my, you know, resting. They're, they're gonna bury you here, dude. Why? Uh, Why? What do you like about it? I love the people. I love. Um, I think the values that people have here. Um, I think we could. Uh, I think we could be a little cooler sometimes, you know, not weather-wise. <laughs> sometimes people are a little tight, but um, yeah, yeah, sure, that's true. That's true. Be hip, you know. Some of the restaurants around here, just like you see other places, like, uh, there's so many cool places to go to, and we're just we we're so brand loyal to Starbucks and Applebee's yeah. and <sighs> TGI Fridays. Yeah. <laughs> that's it, right? that's Comedy exactly comes in three. I was just about to say that. Hundred <laughs> percent. Like that is that's like the suckiest part about oh, this yeah. area. Yes. Is it is you know, so you, our coffee shop, people don't go there. Why? Because they don't Starbucks. They, they they're fine going to Starbucks and that just drives sure. me crazy. We we would be crushing a little bit less risky yeah, maybe we, yeah we would be crushing in their coffee shop if we were just in a different part of a different area of, of what we're doing our that product is, is so true phenomenal well do you have a pumpkin uh, spice latte yeah, we do now well, we, see, have, we just started to do that because we had to i didn't you want had to, to. Yeah, i didn't want to you didn't want to, if you go to if you go to like a really cool coffee shop yeah they don't have they don't you're right pumpkin spice latte on their, right on their menu they roast their own coffee they wanted to be like a specialty roasting company anyway I mean, I'm so a sucker a, for the PSL. So, so, so. Let's, let's talk about the 
that's the bad things about <laughs> the county. Um, you know, you got to know the bad things too. That's true. Bad things. Good it's with the bad. And we're talking about St. Charles County here specifically. Right. And, you know, I think our 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 understanding of diversity is pretty far beyond what it needs to be. Um, you know, valuing all is is, is tough. Yeah. Um, but the things I like about it is just it's 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 good people. It's good people. Ah. And so back to the question of of that value, I think that is thanks for recognizing that because that's what I think is is so important for for everyone is is you are who you are. As a teacher, people are like, hey, what do you do for a living? Well, I, I I I am a teacher. And it's not it's not I teach at a school. I am a teacher. Ask any teacher. And if you don't know what they do, like, what do you do? I'm a teacher. And that's who right. they are. That's their being. Mm -hmm. That's who they are. If you go to a farmer, what do you do? I'm a farmer. I am a farmer. Right. I farm. Uh, I, I am who I am. And that is my yeah. being. And everything I do is is that. Uh, there's, a, there's a great book called The, the Business Secrets of the Trappist Monks. If you think, oh. about, think about monks and okay. what they do. You know, they, they go off to live in their own little... Yeah, monastery, yeah, monastery, right? And they just devote their life to, to God, and and their their ultimate goal is is a life of selflessness. Mm -hmm. okay. Every day they just want to be more serving, more yeah. selfless servanthood mm -hmm. is 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 their ultimate goal. And they and they and they have businesses. They they are brewers. You ever heard of the Trappist right. breweries? Absolutely. And, and they make the best beer in the world. Why? Right. Because they devote their life and their being to making that beer. Mm -hmm. And um, this this business is not a business. This is my being. This is who I am. This is what I am. Mm -hmm. And it sounds uh, like you're talking about a calling. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if if I'm you know tom tomorrow we've got a wedding here, and I am just honored that. I get to be the one that's going to make the food for them. That's, that's my calling mm -hmm. to, wow. to provide Absolutely. that place yeah. for them to do that. It's not, it's, it's not the money. No, it's the it's, servant. It's, it's the, the it's serving yeah. mentality. Got that servant's heart, man. Voc the uh, doctrine of vocation. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I love, I mean, how many weddings do you think you've had out here? I know it's been a lot. So there's like ballpark. Oh, Easily thirty. So far. we've only we've only been open for a year and a half, and we've right. probably done pretty young out here. Yeah, we've probably done. Our, 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 we we do about thirty a year. Okay, very man. It's I mean it's such a yeah, great. I think destination. we mentioned that earlier. Yeah, they, they, he does weddings, folks. <laughs> yeah, hey, this guy, <laughs> this guy. <laughs> but he, it's got. I mean, you got like the great patio. It's nice and it's well finished. And you're you're very much an entrepreneur. And to speak about development as well, just to take a quick aside, uh, you have a certain interest for this area being not just St. Charles County, but Defiance and Augusta. And you have a, you have, you got a lot of heart down here. You got like to speak about your calling. You have a lot of direction and, and you, it seems like you have conviction down here. Yeah. I, I moved next door. Like that's, <laughs> See, that's what I'm getting at. Was, I mean, it's, it's uh, true. literally next door. Uh, I, I knew that, you know, I had a, I think this is a, just a good, you know, story. I was, I was in my dream house too. That that we built. Oh, the dreams. And but really, all that house was doing was, was sucking the life out of us because it was <laughs> way more house than we could afford. Oh no, house poor. And um, I, I we we did a I did a sermon here 
Uh, oh. So we, we do we do worship services here. Uh, How often? On occasion. Definitely every Easter and Christmas. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Just those cheesters. The big ones. Come. Yeah, the big ones. Uh. <laughs> so we'll do those. But, uh, I, did an, I did an Easter service here, and I just talked about debt. Oh. We talked about how much debt we are in as a as a business, and uh, uh, but talked about our debts of of uh, you know our sins and yeah, how sure. spiritually, yeah. right? Um, and going through that sermon, my 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 wife was listening, and yeah. it spoke really to us. Wow, like we've just been in debt so long, mm-hmm. uh, <sighs> just living, yeah. trying to live a life that really wasn't the life that we should be living. Uh, and it's like, we got the house was the biggest reason why we were in right. debt. Um, so the house next door, I mean, like after that service, I'm texting the, uh, the guy that owns it and asking him how much. And remember that night, um, we came home from Easter and with our family and just wasn't saying anything. And my wife was like, what's on your mind? <laughs> and I said, you don't want to know. And she says, yeah, I do. She said, you want to move next door? You want to rent that house? And I said, yep, I do. And, and, yeah. and it was the first time that she finally, you know, that was our neighborhood. That, our kids grew up in that, in that house. Right. And our families were friends of the ah. Girl Scouts and the Boy Scouts. And, you know, that was... That, that was the house that we built that we were going to live in forever and right. our kids were going to grow wow. up and come oh, back. And talk about a pivot. All those things. <laughs> it's a big decision. Um, big. And I was just never home. I was never there. I was at the brewery all the time and I just mm-hmm. felt guilty from being away from my family. Oh, man. Um, and so my wife agreed and said, all right, let's do it. And, you know, we we sold the house and now we're debt free and wow. we're renting a house. And I think that's a, a great story that people need to hear that you don't have to live this facade in this life mm-hmm. it's okay to rent a house i love it my air conditioner just went out last night well, guess what i did i texted <laughs> the owner and said hey the air conditioner's out hey you gotta fix it he has spent more money fixing this house in the past year than we had probably paid in rent <laughs> wow and, and if we would have bought a house that they, they, that's a it's that's all a out of your pocket thing. yeah and it's and it's it's temporary it's it's not mm-hmm. it's you know and that's okay jesus didn't have a house Right? That's right. Good, point. Good, was, point. Good point. Good <laughs> point. There you go. Dan pulled Foxes. the Jesus card. <laughs> was it Foxes Fine. have holes? <laughs> That's right. Considered the lilies. So like do you that. think good news <laughs> and your brand and everything would have been nearly as successful if you were in a different area? Oh, I don't mean defiance, but if you were like question. in California or some uh, part of the who country. Knows? Wow, that's a great question. I think I think it was the right time timing was key. Sure. For where we are. You know, St. Charles craft beer industry has been you know some people called it a a wasteland or something oh no it's a a, A drought yeah drought you know whatever (laughs) but it's finally now it's picked up and all these businesses are right are are, are growing and so i think that i think i think timing was perfect if we would have been five years earlier it probably wouldn't have been successful Mm -hmm. five years later it would have been too late so i think timing was perfect um you know and so i want to go back to kind of what i was saying is you know now that we're in defiance is We've we've joined uh, like a small community. There's a Defiance Merchants Association, so a group down here of different business owners. So I'm now friends with all the winery owners down that here. That is so cool. And the different business owners down here. And nice. I, I, it's so funny because I lived in this very densely populated, you know, Lake St. Louis. Yeah, suburbia. And 
I knew two, three of my neighbors. Oh, right. And, yeah, sounds about and right. Now I'm in this area, which is you know more rural. I know more of them, and I've spent more time with. It's them. amazing how that works. Who are it's, we just talking to about that? It's we the were same just thing. talking about it's this. Like, we were like, you know, you know, you don't go to the place that's right next to you because you're like, I can go there whenever. And then you move five, ten miles away, and you go there all the little time. Little O's. It was little. Yeah, we yep. were talking to the owner of Little O's in St. <clears throat> Charles. And yep. Yeah, it's amazing. It's like. She's like, you know, her off her business is on Main Street, and she had only been to Main Street as like a tourist like three times. Right. But then Just they handful. moved away, and right. it was like, now we go there all the time. <laughs> you know? Right. Like, it's incredible. It's what some distance and breathing Absolutely. room will do for people. Well, and people are down here true. and out here. They're just. Uh, yeah, a lot of people are just here to get away from ah. all the suburbia. And, yeah, right. The hustle. Um, yeah, I, and that's what I love about it. It's just it's my, so peaceful. My, my favorite thing is when we have a snow day down here. It's like oh, oh heck yeah, like I'm stuck. <laughs> snow day. Go is a anywhere. Special kind of I get feeling. my jeep. I can go shoot off fireworks. Right. Shoot off fireworks. <laughs> Spoken like a true Midwesterner. <laughs> uh, but true. but kind of you know. So back to why I want to. Uh, yeah, I, I have a very big interest in this town. Um, yeah, I think that's what Defiance. I've learned is we are in this together. I think I've learned that. I, I learned those business uh, secrets or skills earlier that, yeah. that um, everyone can have success. Everyone can have a success. Like, can I be a successful business here at this brewery? And can the winery across the street still be successful? Yeah, there is, success is unlimited. Everyone can have success. And, and if you look at it like that and not look at it as competition, not, oh, my God, they have more cars than us. They have more business than us. Yeah. No, they are successful and we are successful. And if you take it that mentality, it, you're going to grow exponentially. Yeah. And uh, that's what I believe in this town. If we make all of our businesses successful, it's going to help me be more successful. If people want to come down here for an experience. I don't want people coming here just for beer and pizza. I want people to come here for an experience, to enjoy the Katy Trail, to spend time with their family, that when they leave this place, they remember it as, remember that time that we went with our family yeah. and we had beer and pizza at that cool place. Right. And then we went to that winery. We got to go back there again. Right. Um, and so I'm really excited. There's a lot of businesses around here that are starting, uh, you know, Airbnbs and sweet. You know, Make it a destination. And, yeah. Get exactly. people out here. Yeah. No more flyover. No territory. more flying over Absolutely. us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Dan, you are a very generous person. You are a purposeful person. And I think you believe in a lot of uh, purpose in life in general. And when you talk about everybody can achieve success or everybody can have success, it reminds me of our own Missouri native Walt Disney, his line of, if you can dream it, you can do it. So for you, when you say everybody can have success, what do you mean? Like, do you mean like, is that a part of the Missouri, like Midwestern grit? Is that just a part of the human like tenacity? What does that mean? I think a lot of people don't understand that. I think a lot of yeah. people think it's competition. And of course I want to, be the best like that i'm not right. i'm not gonna nothing wrong with that. that i mean i want to i want to want to be i want to be known as we are the st charles brewery like when you think of brewery in st charles i want good news name to come up there gold standard i, I want to yeah. be i want to be i want to sell every every ounce of beer that we can make i want it to be sold yep i want to i want this that we can grow so much that we need another brewery that that we can get out there wow yeah. but that doesn't mean that another brewery can't be you want another successful. brewery to have those same goals though yeah yeah. Absolutely. Because, or a winery. Because the more people that are into craft beer, the better it is 
for me because the more people who go to everyone right here is listening go to your local bar restaurant and yeah. say what do you have local on tap there we yeah. go that's going to help me so much that's going to help every local yeah. brewery out mm-hmm. there and and we're not you know competing against the the mainstream the Budweiser's. of beer yeah. and I'm, I'm not against them i do my fair share of those as well stag. they have enough to go around <laughs> right. well, they all started too. that's right well, that's uh, the difference between greed and ambition. Abs- and yeah, I think absolutely. those two can right. cross, they can cross ways right. in a way. But I think that what you're driving at is more mm-hmm. of a, a rising tide mentality. Right. And you're totally speaking at, that's what we're trying to point out with this podcast. Too. Absolutely. We are all connected. Right. Even if absolutely. it's not on the surface, it's underneath. It's at the roots. It's in ways that you you don't even know. You know, we all share a, a similar character trait of wanting to be the best while wanting our neighbor to also strive to be the best. Yeah. And if we can help them by not focusing on taking them down, but by being the best we can be, as long as they focus on the same thing, everyone rises together. And that's awesome. I think you've put it really, really nicely. Very well said. I wanted to ask you, um, as we come to the end here, what kind of advice you've given a lot of advice and I'm I'm sitting here taking mental notes as I do with no m- multiple guests we sit down with seems like everybody knows more than us <laughs> yeah like everybody. but uh, what would you give advice wise to a young entrepreneur you obviously do this all the time yeah, in caps for sure. and you know we were we had the honor like Chris mentioned earlier of getting to speak in front of um, a couple of your groups and it was really rewarding but what what is one piece of advice that you often give or that you want to give to not necessarily someone who wants to start a brewery, but who wants to start a business. Who has a dream. So Yeah, it, it's fun teaching my class because I get to teach all these lessons that um, <laughs> that you need to learn. That, that are important. <laughs> right? um, and, and, you know, it, it's easy to go with teaching about your passion and your why and, and sure with that. I mean, that's just, it just, that's just said so much and I agree with it. Uh, but there's more to it than that. Um, you know, really, I, I guess I guess, what I tell my students lately, what I've been telling them is, is I said, if there's one thing that you're going to learn from me this year, one thing, and that's, that's how to spend your money. And so I do a lot huh. of lessons on, on money and debt mm-hmm. and you know, trying to get them. I'm just talking to my younger audience here, not getting into, not getting into debt. Yeah. Uh, and I think I could speak. I've got experience on that. I've been through there. I've been down that, that, that hole. Um, and I, I teach them a lesson. It's like live, if you can live off of just half of your income, whatever you make, if you can start now at 18 years old, and live off of just half of your income, uh, then use 10 to 15% to go to retirement, invest 10 to 15% of it, put 10% in savings and 10% yeah. giving. Yeah. You will be set for life. That uh, sounds like Dave Ramsey. You, yeah. You, you can, you can do whatever, you know, you can buy any car you want. You can live in any house you want, as long as it's within half of your income. And I think if most Americans knew that and understood that, they'd be they'd be happier. They'd be in a better mm-hmm. place. We'd be living in a lot smaller houses. We'd yeah. have a lot less new cars. But um, they'd be happier. They'd be happier. I like awesome. Sure. You know, uh, as we are wrapping up, I just wanted to mention 
to the viewer. Uh, this is a great destination. We've talked at length about that in this podcast. So it's worth a visit. It's worth a drive. The drive itself is worth the trip, I would say, just because especially during uh, the changing of the seasons in autumn right now, it's so pretty. And down here, is it's a great lot of outdoor seating. Uh, we even have, uh, as a company, we have 30 Second Thursdays, uh, Meet the Neighbor in like our, our our little campaign that we've been doing with that, our series. Uh, we have a couple, we actually covered Alpha and Omega Coffee, uh, Good News Brewery in both Off Sondran in O'Fallon and here in Defiance. So if you want a visual kind of uh, hook, then go check that out. We have that for you to see. But man, being down here, I can't tell you what it, it's just, it's so pretty and such an experience. It's worth it. And you got another one time. just recently, right? Can we talk about that? Yeah, well, for sure. We uh, well, Hopefully it all goes through. It's all part of God's plans. If Can you that's, say where that is? is? Yeah, it's, uh, it's the Augusta <laughs> Brew House. So it's, on, oh. it's in Augusta, Missouri. And yeah. uh, I'm excited about that. Augusta is that property. just gorgeous. Yeah, it is. absolutely gorgeous. You've got Highway 70 in this state, folks. Let me tell you. Yeah, especially yeah. Go got south. It all. Yeah. <laughs> well, most people think when they think of wine country, the word Augusta comes to their mind. But they really, uh-huh. a lot of people haven't gone there. And so it's a town that, um, you know, I've people have been going there for many, many years. Uh, and I think a lot of the business owners there have grown older and are moving on. And so the town kind of hasn't had a new vibe and ah. energy. Ah. And Defiance has really picked up because we have a lot of uh, new places here. It's You're making Ch- it cool, Chandler like Hill. you mentioned earlier. Yeah, yeah. Ch- Chandler Hills, you know, Defiance Ridge. Those right. are two awesome venues that are just right. spectacular. And now you have Good News Brewing, the brewery here. That's a really cool venue. Uh, so people don't need to drive past Defiance anymore yeah. to have a fun day out. And so Augusta has suffered from that. Uh, but it's an amazing town as well and has a lot of history and value. Absolutely. And a lot to offer. And I hope what I want to do is with this space is get more people to get to Augusta. And I hope more businesses will follow follow and, suit and open yeah up there. And right I hope, I hope more restaurants will open up there and the wineries are, are you know I, don't, I, I can't say they're not being successful i don't know uh, i hope they're more successful than they are now and i uh, hope to use our social media presence and our our platform god's given us this platform now to to use it let's use it in mm-hmm. a positive way uh we're very strong in the uh, cycling community or we're on the katie trail oh, yeah so love to do some biking events some running events um, you know, there's more parking there so that helps out heck yeah um, can you talk about the yeah. pump track or whatever that's that, called? well so i that's one thing i'm trying there's a little piece of land next to our, our property that i'm trying to buy and uh, uh turn that into a bicycle playground so starting a non-profit nice. to do that and so uh, so many people would love that Man, yeah, entrepreneur dan truth well it, it's just <laughs> the idea that it, again it goes back to the experience one of the mm-hmm. one of right. the i say the cornerstones of our business is customer experience Yes. How do they experience it from the moment they they walk in or ride in? Yeah. Uh, That's going to leave a a better taste than than the beer or the pizza. I love it, man. You got such a great mentality down here, too, with, you know, there's such a negative connotation that can surround both alcohol and also business development. We see like moguls that are really, they're just money grubbing, but that's just, that's Killing not what the you little guy. Yeah. Just kill the little guy. Tap the ash <laughs> yeah. off their cigars. You know, it's all about getting bigger and killing those around you. Business wise, <laughs> but for you, I love I love your mentality. Like Jordan has mentioned as well, like that is so in alignment with with our own philosophy, right. and 
it's it's cool to see that that is in motion down here that that's happening and like, like i also mentioned with like the negative thing around alcohol like i think especially in the midwest there can be some very negative vibes attributed to that especially in like the baptist community i was gonna say and i mean speak like you're leaving up to a baptist <laughs> i'm speaking as a southern baptist here <laughs> so i i think the the way that you're able to try and uh kind of rewrite the narrative and set the record straight is such a, a noble effort love your motivation and your conviction as well man so cool yeah so how can people get a hold of i guess not you personally unless you want <laughs> yeah. them to throw but, your number out there yeah. dan <laughs> uh social media email yeah, how can fa- people facebook, reach out? our facebook page is probably the best okay yeah. what's that good news brewing Facebook.com slash Good News Brewing. All right. I think there's one for uh, Defiance there's, and there's one nah, for... No, there is, but right? those are confusing to get to. It's, it's, one, it's one, like, that's so confusing. Now that we have, like, three locations, yeah. now four, it's like, man, we can't even figure that out. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, so Good News but, Brewing yeah, is Good where News you want to go. Yeah, Good News Brewing our website. There's a okay. form on there to yeah. fill out. Sure. What's your website awesome. again? Goodnewsbrewing.com. Okay. Nice and straightforward. I like it. Awesome. Well, Dan, is there anything else you wanted to cover in particular that I didn't? No, we never. The, we need another beer. I know that. We, no. we never did talk about pizza beer. very much. Uh, I mean, he's got pizza, on. folks. Got pizza. And the it's guy, good. It's br- uh, uh, clay oven. Wood, clay, wood, wood, wood fire. Wood fired. Wood Handmade. Fired. But the oven is made out of. What's it made out of? It's, it's, yeah, it's made out of a clay material. Did you wood make fine. it? We put it together. It's a, okay. It's a it's a kit, but gotcha. we built it like the outside of it. Right. It's delicious. It's That's it's the bottom line. So good. And, and we've said it a hundred times, but yeah. We, so there's there's good news brewing in O'Fallon. Right. And then there's also a base, basically down the street from there, you have Alpha and Omega Roasting that shares a building with Apostle Street Tacos, which you didn't oh, even bring up. Oh, we didn't even talk about the that tacos. That he has street tacos. Again, Chris mentioned all this is on video, so look up. Um, I guess it would be on, <laughs> on our. Yeah. I guess on our Facebook. Or <laughs> we don't, usually, don't usually promote ourselves on this podcast, yeah, no. but Very but rare. really it's it's to promote Dan. But <laughs> right. go go check out Conduit. the videos there um, at Big Forest Official, and you'll find it on all social media wherever. And then now we have Defiance Good News and hopefully Augusta. So right, that's on spreading its way. around. And as he said, if you come to St. Charles area, he is on the list. You have to you have to try their brews. I'm drinking his Oktoberfest right now, which is your first Oktoberfest, right? Uh, you didn't have one last year. Yeah, I'm not sure. You yeah. have one last year. Oh, I missed you know, out. That, on that is one. like a little. Just this like, one is really good. Just I'm like, a huge fan of Oktoberfest. Yeah. And this is um. Yeah, this one's solid. This one's like, been this one's been in the fermenter for a good long time. It's okay. Lo- it's lagered. It's lagered it's for toasty. a while. It's toasty. I really like it. It's I, all about the toast. My man. golden standard for Oktoberfest is kind of like probably like Sam Adams. Yeah, this one's lovely. This is on par. guys, it's really good. Hey, by the way, just two seconds uh, talking. I know we've talked a lot about it's more than two seconds, but <laughs> I know we've talked about uh, community forward mindedness. And, and I think one of the ways like this year, St. Charles Oktoberfest got canceled because of COVID. And can you just for, for like a quick recap about how you responded to that, Dan, like down here in Defiance? COVID's been very interesting, I think, to most businesses. You, you just hear this. It seems like it's there's really just two sides. Either that COVID has just crushed their business, or it's helping them crush it. Yes, uh-huh. and, yes. Uh, yep. and that's that's really what I've heard from a lot of people. Uh-huh. Um, and and we and we're actually we're on both sides of it. Um, our defiance and our defiance location is we're crushing it. We are that's we, awesome. We are just killing it. Um, 
kid you not, we are we're double the sales than we were last year. Double. Double the sales. Goodness gracious. Like, Good for I you. Is that Man. considered hundred percent growth? Is that what you would I, I don't I don't I'm yes. not really so? the business person, but <laughs> yep. you know, at least that we're gonna have hundred percent more sales yeah. this next year. I, I mean in terms of wow. revenue, I yes. Believe, I yeah. wouldn't believed it. Uh, but our but our other locations are are one's one's better than last year, maybe like okay. a ten percent growth. But one is, and you know, the coffee shop is, is not. It's oh uh, no, go to the coffee shop, yeah, guys. So you ever go to the shop? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Good tacos. Get a but, taco. <laughs> uh, Buffalo and, chicken. But, if I have to but why? Why? Why did we? Why did we? October do so well. Why did we crush it through COVID? Um, and we had a pivot. We had a. We had a. Mm. We, we we realized. So we. We, yeah, we had you on our show. Yeah, we did a COVID video nineteen. We had Dan as one of our featured guests on there. We had to do something. Yeah, and, and it's it's been kind of fun. I was you know we've been we've been recognized by different local people. Amazing as as a company that uh, you know th- there were other breweries that across the country that just shut down. That's yeah. so that sad. We're, we're not we're not brewing. We're 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 done. We're not gonna mm-hmm. and they just game kinda, over. Uh, yeah, and Gosh. and we're and we said, all right, how do we get more beer into how yeah. to get it out there and so luckily at the same time a friend of ours at missouri beer company uh a great supporter of, of us and has helped us so much he bought a canning machine about a month before covid happened and i was there wow for, i was i can't remember why i was even there at his place like, oh smoke, my god you got a, you got a canning machine are you gonna like allow the people to can he's like yeah that's what we want to do and so covid hit and we called him up and said hey can you can some of our beer and then like yeah, and then by then like, he it became his business model. He wow yeah. started canning everyone's beer. COVID canning. The country. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. and, then, and so I put a uh, social media post. Um, oh, I remember this on my <laughs> own personal page. Yes, and I teach this. I teach this <laughs> lessons to like if I, if I, if, I, if if someone ever has to come to talk to me about if I, if I ever do like a seminar or something. I right. I talk a lot about personal branding and how yeah. how you 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 personally brand yourself and yeah um and I post it on my own facebook page uh, a picture of all these beers that we canned and i said something like hey can you help us out get rid of these beers uh, i'll be delivering this week i remember I created an you'll online be store, delivering and i said i was going to deliver them you i thought i was going to deliver them like 10 or 20 like that was my <laughs> i really yeah. thought 10 yeah. oh dan was what i was delivering we got over 100 deliveries yeah and like i remember two this. days it's like oh my god i can't I, and I still try to deliver them. I was like, oh, I can do this. I can figure this out. And, oh, my God, it's so – I realize how big St. Charles is. Yeah. <laughs> you can't drive across the whole entire no. county. Takes a minute. So I had to, like, divide them up by people. And then and then I had to get staff that was, you know, not working and had them start delivering. And um, and so it's like, all right, let's 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 see if we can do this again. But now let's do this on our own business page. And so, remember, I told you we have about 11,000 followers on our right? Facebook page now pretty good i posted the exact same post pretty much changed up a little bit and we probably had 50 to 60 deliveries oh wow so why what a why 100 plus deliveries on my personal page versus 50 to 60 on the good business news. page yeah. and and it's because of personal branding it's absolutely people weren't buying beer from the business they were buying it from from dan buying it from, from dan, dan true yep. and so right totally. that is the message that it's the midwest i, I man. teach uh, business owners is like you are your brand you are your yes. company mm-hmm. um 
you're you're you are a teacher you, you are a farmer you are customers a to know who you are mm-hmm. and your name and so and i think that you know people and, and and matt is on the north side of things so people know matt as uh, people know matt up there people know dan down here and that is I think that's it's so cool helped, uh create our our, our business model and so that's that helped us get through COVID because we kept doing deliveries then every yeah, week and right uh we launched uh perfect timing josh had a beer the pineapple passion fruit beer and wow posted that out there and oh yeah we, we sold we sold <laughs> so good seven barrels of that beer which is what we in in two weeks and normally it takes us about two months to go through that wow. much we Jeez, sold through dude. It so fast well and, the strawberry so, one didn't that sell pretty that good? one sold pretty fast too that was I good so. too um, so yeah, so we, I think it, we were here shooting that day. I we tried were. that. I was like, yeah, strawberry, and eh, I don't know. And uh, I forget his name. We ran into him also at the coffee yeah. house. Oh, he's helped yeah, us out behind right. the what? Tony. Yes. Yeah, it was Tony. Yes. That's it. It was Tony. Shout out yeah. to Tony. Yeah. Good old Poured Tony. me a glass, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is good. He recommended it. You know, he we've knew. never had he anything knew. but great interactions with your staff too. So yeah. just a plug there as well. You know, the so people friendly. are so cool. Always so helpful. Oh, they'll let us go behind the counter when we're trying to film, and they'll even like yeah, pose very... with the tacos for us. It and... was sweet. Yeah. Amazing. Man. Well, Dan. Man, I could talk to you all day, man. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much well, for being on here. Yeah. Can't wait to edit this together let's and finish this up and have a beer. Yeah. Let's <laughs> Thanks, do it. Thanks, man. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Cheers. Thanks for listening all the way through that long episode of Connected at the Roots. Today's guest was the one and only Dan Tripp. To find out more about Dan and his various business ventures, go to any of his websites or social media. That's goodnewsbrewing.com, alphaomegaroasting.com, or look up Good News Brewing on Facebook and Instagram. We have some videos floating around, too, of Dan's locations online. Find them on social media pages or on Big Forest Video Production on Facebook or Big Forest Official on Instagram. Thanks again so much for listening. Please like us, review us, and follow Connected at the Roots on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'd actually love to hear what you have to say, and if we get enough reviews, who knows? Maybe we'll read a few of those on the show. Only the good ones, though. (laughs) (laughs) No, only the negative ones. Only the negative ones. One stars only. We'd also love to answer any questions you may have for us or any free advice you'd like to risk getting from us. (laughs) Uh, Please reach out at bigforcegeneral at gmail.com or uh, even email us directly by emailing jordan at bigforce.pictures. Chris, thank you for your help. You're welcome. Until next time, keep being kind and keep working hard.